Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Blaze Experience. You're joining us again for episode number 26 today. And today, as always on a Saturday, we are back to talk some more State of Decay 2. Today's topic is on facility mods. We've already went over the facilities that you can have in a previous podcast. Today's podcast is on the top 15 facility mods. So we're going to go over all the facility mods and kind of rank them at the end and tell you which ones are good, which ones are bad, and just kind of generally go over them. Real quick before we get into that, though, I do have one quick note. I know this weekend that you're hearing this on, I am away for a little bit, but I want to let you know that the next week after this podcast, I'll resume my regular streaming schedule, and on Tuesday and Friday, I will be back to streaming my 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern schedule, so I will do my two streams as normal on that week. But that being said, we do have a special guest today. So joining me today is a YouTuber who also talks about State of Decay 2. And I definitely, you know, have a lot of respect for his knowledge of the game. And he definitely does some great videos on the game. And I would highly recommend you check out this channel because he just has a lot of knowledge. And he's someone that I think a lot of you will enjoy as well. So please welcome to the podcast. Morris, how are you, Morris? Hey, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, thanks for joining me. I, I definitely appreciate you being here, and I think you know you're a good fit for this podcast because we get into a lot of detail here, and you do the same on your channel. Yeah, sure. Uh, thanks for the kind words and, and support. I never knew this will happen, but yeah, I, now I'm on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely appreciate it. I mean. I've loved a lot of your videos, and I think you definitely know what you're talking about. So I think, you know, the listeners here will appreciate that. Yeah, sure. I hope I can bring something new or extra, because I see you doing a pretty good job yourself here. Thank you. I appreciate that. But for any listeners, do you want to tell them more about your YouTube channel? I told them you know, a little bit. You cover State of Decay 2. Do you want to tell them a little more about that? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, it started actually quite sudden. Um, <laughs> the the reason why I actually started was I've in a work I watched the YouTube videos in the background and I noticed a lot of um, information going around about the bases, uh, which is the best, which is the worst, and something. And I I I got it got really in my nerves and then because. I was not a fan of this this uh, fort base, which actually is kind of cool. And I just came one day. I came back from work and just turned on my camera and, and <clears throat> uh, recorded the video. And, and that's it. And I forgot about the video after a few days when I <laughs> came back. And there was a lot of there was like all the internet was on me, and it was a bit crazy. And like, okay, what 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 have you done? And <laughs> The funny thing was, uh, a lot of a, a lot of you guys players um, actually agreed with me that it was overrated, and other bases are as most as as, as similar like in in the valley, and and so I had this small support from from community, and that got me going, and that's that's how it started. Yeah, it's definitely a great story there. I definitely remember checking out that video. I think you called it the real best base or something like that. <laughs> so you've seen it as yes. well oh, of course of course i have <laughs> no it's definitely a great video though I, I like how that actually started like how you just didn't expect it you're like oh wow all these people are commenting so that, that's cool how it started like that yeah yeah and actually advice for others if, if you're 
thinking about don't think just go go there and and for me personally it was a really mm, mind-changing experience because just brief notice i'm i played a lot of my time also uh, league of legends the game that is particularly known for really really salty community <laughs> like like yeah, everything is bad in there yeah and 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 then you and then in youtube i experienced like totally opposite like everyone is kind everyone is supporting it was like wow there's really nice people out there actually yeah that's really good too because you don't always find that i mean some people get a lot of hate in the comments so i'm glad that hasn't happened to you <laughs> weird but yeah let, let, let's hope it will continue like that <laughs> definitely <laughs> But you kind of said that, like, it was sort of a fluke then that um, you just, you know, put this video out there because you wanted to let people know what you thought was the best base. And then you kind of went from there. Did you have like a sort of vision when you actually made your second video and kept going after that? Good question. Actually, that's that's the reason why I got this awesome invite to your podcast as well is I played the game and whenever I played, I tried to go through like in in depth like getting best best tactics and knowledge and everything and that was the first comments uh when i made this video that guys noticed like like probably maybe this guy knows some stuff and my the first video as well was bringing more knowledge into other players other other people and that got me going for the next few episodes and now well now it's already I, I am thinking and I'm going for the channel that will go through more of the games, not only state of the case. So, yeah, it's yeah, definitely. I think you do a great job with the knowledge aspect. And that's kind of what I try to do here, too. I try to you know talk about games in a way that's actually going to provide players with knowledge and help them out in future playthroughs. Yeah, sure. That's yeah, it's, it's really important because uh, funny as it sounds, uh, there's a saying that uh, you play for fun, not for winning. But well, if you are winning, that's partially already fun. Right, exactly. You're doing great. Right? <laughs> and and to do great, you need to knowledge. You need to know what is best and what's the background. If if there's some hidden stats or or some more tips and tricks. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, and what I like about your channel too is like say the patch notes that just came out, the patch 3.0. A lot of YouTubers, what I've noticed is they'll take those patches, they'll tell you like you know two little things about it and then call it the end of the video and they don't really give you the actual knowledge of the patch like i watched your version of the patch which i think was like 25 minutes long and you actually broke it down and you talked about you know like a lot of the key points and how they affected the game so i definitely appreciate that you actually take the time to give people info on it yeah sure that's that's what what we both are here for <laughs> agreed and there's actually a couple of things that i didn't even know myself until i watched some of your videos um you actually taught me about uh, crossing the rivers with cars. I didn't know you could do that until I watched your video. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to actually ex tell you when I found it out. It, I think it was like third playthrough. <laughs> yeah, that's why when I saw that in your video, I'm like, wait, really? You can cross the river with cars? Like, I didn't think you could cross it because I just never always avoided it. So. Yeah, exactly. Exa like, like quite logic. You see the river, you go over the bridge. That's right. simple as exactly. that. Exactly. That's what I always did. So. 
I'm glad I could I could help you too. No, and the other tip that you actually mentioned that I thought was really cool was I never thought to block my doors with cars. And I know in one of your videos you block the door with the car and like the juggernaut moved the car. And that was pretty cool actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, juggernauts are a nightmare. <laughs> if you if you have these night blockades, yeah. they're just going for the first entrance and everything in the in the ways is just smashed and crashed and yeah. <laughs> So yeah, definitely. I mean, like, that's what I think is cool about this is because everyone has different perspectives. And, you know, someone that's really experienced at the game could listen to me and learn things they didn't know about. And I had the same effect with you where I'm pretty experienced at the game, but I listened to your, you know, YouTube videos, and I actually found a couple of tips that I didn't know about. So I think that's what's nice. Is everyone has their own tips that they can give each other. Yeah, working together to actually finally understand this game from from beginning to the end because it's it's so enormous if you think now yeah and it's only gonna get bigger Crazy. too because i mean in september we have the new dlc coming so which i actually find out only from you when you mentioned it <laughs> <laughs> then i had to look up like what yeah. is he talking about i missed something and like oh that is coming up so yeah thank you for that as no well. problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a fun DLC. It's going to have a whole new mode and everything. So I can't wait till I see that. Oh, great, great. So I, I guess you won't be stopping K two anytime soon, will you? <laughs> yeah, I have some games in my in my mind and already installed, and and still this this state of the game still is bringing me back and dragging me. <laughs> nice, nice. But you did talk about wanting to um, do other games to their channel. Do you want to tell people real quick what direction you see your channel going in the future and, you know, some of the games you might be covering if they want to listen to those? Mm, yeah, sure. Uh, well, there's <laughs> long story short would be I will be playing everything. At least I will try. <laughs> uh, currently, next next step will be uh, I'm, I'm getting uh, We Happy Few game just released some moments ago and yeah i was uh, thinking about I, that one too do you recommend it well <laughs> i i had few few hours only i have uh, there's no much of the knowledge i can bring but i can i i already wanted to make a video because i noticed one awesome thing uh if you go into settings and just browse around how it's structured it really really brings up the good old game called uh, no one lives forever it's insanely good game from the back, and I had like flashbacks from from the time when I spent many many hours in the No, no One Lives Forever game, and this game somehow in the settings how it's structured when you're in the game, it's it's everything pulls back, and of course in the new better uh, visual settings and everything. So I, I got a feeling this game will be awesome and he's awesome <laughs> that's kind of what i'm feeling too i mean i haven't actually played it yet but it's definitely a game that intrigues me and i think kind of you know goes along the same feel as city decay in some ways so i'm kind of i'm intrigued by that and you know if the listeners want to let me know if you want me to cover that then definitely let me know and i'm already considering that as it is but yeah sure uh two, two things i already noticed i somehow missed in the tutorial or something the game has a crafting system and the game has a talent system, which I didn't know. So it, it, it is a bit deeper than just going around and, and chasing some other people or running away from them. But yeah, definitely. And that's great because I love those RPG elements too. So that's nice that it has some element of that. Yep, yep. That that's got that got me exciting. Just one little note. I, I actually thought a little bit, how can I avoid this game? 
because one 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 only factor despite the fact i'm playing zombie games and and state of decay i kind of don't like horror like genre in general like when you get scared i kind of not a big fan <laughs> of horror movies or anything frightening and this game of course in the first half an hour playthrough it's already like building that you will be get scared like Thank you, guys. Yeah, I mean, I've heard the music for it. The music sounds really creepy at times. Like, it's got some really creepy music to it. Yep, yep. <laughs> Just, I'm not proud of the moment, but I, I actually uh, closed the game, like, quit the game. Well, it was late night, but I came to the house where it was, when you come close to it, the creepy music starts playing. And I understand that. I never stepped in the house. I just <laughs> turned off the game. <laughs> it, it will be for another time. <laughs> just come back to it during the daytime, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, I think that's definitely a good um, recommendation there. And I, I think that's a game that I'm looking into myself. I know one of the game, um, real quick, I saw you did a video on it and I play at Xbox. I can't play this, but uh, I saw you did a video on Raft, which looks like a really good game. Yeah, yeah, it's good. But I would suggest to go uh, give a couple more months developers to, to in, invest more in the game, uh, more content and everything, because so far it's two, two days playthrough and, and some some someone might find it a bit, um, I don't know, let down the feeling or something. Uh, so... But yeah, it's it's pretty good. That's my suggestion was as well. Yeah, I think it's at least unique because you know you're building a raft and you're out in the ocean, so it's a survival game where you're out in the ocean, which you don't really see a lot of. So I think it's at least unique in that sense. Yeah, definitely. And uh, just just also mentioning, I think I will make a video also, just one or two videos about the game. Uh, I know that in the past it was. Um, it was uh, you, you had to purchase it and now i found out that it's actually now you can play for free which is extra bonus for for video games and the game is um, orcs must die there's two versions and the last one the, the play for free is um, unchained and it's pretty awesome also if, if i don't know if you have seen it no i haven't seen that one actually is it like um, one of the hack and slash types or is it like more of an RPG or? Well, good question, because it's com combination just hack and slash. I would never be interested in such games, but this combines tower defense where you place and, and structure your traps and upgrade them and also play in the same time with your uh, character, which, well, you can change them and you can kind of modify them as well. So it's. It's hack and slash, but most mostly it's I'd say it's a tower defense type. Yeah, that's interesting. Then I played some tower defense games before too, so I think it's something that I would be interested in checking out. I mean, is it um, a PC only game or? Uh, good question. Actually, I haven't checked it, but let me give me a moment while we are speaking. I will find it out. Yeah, because that's the whole reason that I can't play Raft because Raft is only PC right now, which is unfortunate. Because I'd love to at least try Raft and see what I think about it, but. No, but anyone that is interested, you know, definitely check out Maris's channel and you can, you know, find out more about those games. You have, he has a lot of State of Decay 2 videos that you should check out. And I don't know if you've heard of this one either, but another game I'm looking into possibly covering is Subnautica. Have you heard of that one? Mm, which was it? What about? It's called Subnautica. Ah, uh, the underground. The underwater? Uh, underwater. Yeah. Underwater. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I... 
you think it's it's cool to check it out <laughs> yeah i've watched some people play it for a little bit i mean i haven't researched it a lot but it looks interesting enough that i you know want to try it out so i am considering that so far so you know if anyone in my community mm. wants um is interested in seeing me play subnautica or we happy few then you know let me know guys and um i will be pushed further into trying those if you want to see them yeah, yeah. The the game actually, one of my friends was really into it and said like one of the most beautiful games. Uh, other aspects I think was not so so well polished, but yeah, it's really beautiful. That's that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. I I like the graphics of it for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just for the final note on on Orcs Must Die Unchained, uh, I see it's available on the Windows through Steam and on PlayStation Four. All right, so I guess I can't play it then. But, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then then we can stop stop mentioning this game. Don't bother. <laughs> but I mean, some of my audience, you know, they might have PS4s and PCs. So hey, if you guys you know want to try it out, go for it. But but yeah, I think we kind of covered you know a little bit of your background of things and you know kind of the games that you're interested in a little bit. So if you guys have similar interests, I know you definitely have these state of decay interests, or else you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So you know, definitely at least check out Morris's State of Decay videos and, you know, hopefully stick around for his other videos as well. Yeah, thank you. And I think um, some of my next video, I think I will make also for mods because with your help, I have fully full list and I think it's worth covering and, and yeah, mentioning to guys, well, your nice work. And, and I think I will definitely suggest to check out your podcast because, well, I see you are really involved in the game as well. I appreciate that. Thank you. And I actually uh, cross-checked this list with um, the developer who made all the mods too. So this is like the entire list because I even checked with the developer that made these. So that is nice that I know that. So Yeah, nice. But we will kind of get into the facility mods now. So basically how we're going to do this, um, just so everyone knows, is we're going to talk about each category separately. And we'll kind of, you know, give our thoughts on that category. And then at the very end, when we're done talking about all the mods, we will get into a top 15 ranking. So there are 54 mods, I believe. So, you know, we have a lot to cover, but we're going to, you know, go ahead and get into it. And some of these mods aren't, you know, worth talking about a lot. So we'll kind of breeze by some of the ones that aren't that great, but we'll spend a little more time on the ones that are useful to you. So... That being said, the first category is sort of like your miscellaneous category where these mods are mods that can be used in any facility. So these mods include a water cooler. This provides water to a facility. A solar generator. This provides free power to a facility. A bike generator. This one provides power with labor and a slight morale penalty. So basically you'd have to spend labor and take a morale penalty, but you would get power that way. The portable generator. This provides power with feel, so it's one feel for one hour of use. The Fireworks Crafting Station, this one is included with the Independence Pack DLC, so if you don't have that DLC, you wouldn't be able to get this one, but they made it so this one is available in all facilities, and you can craft the special ammo and the Independence Pack consumables in this. And the last one that's available in all facilities is the Comfy Chair, which gives you plus three morale. So, do you have any favorites from this list, Maris? Yeah. Uh, I see you already answered the question why I never seen this fiber crafting station. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's um, actually, I don't like none of them. Like all of them are bad. 
<laughs> the only thing I, I can mention this comfy chair in my 230 hours playthrough I never ever seen anywhere like not even when you can buy it but you don't have influence points so yeah yeah it took me a while this to find is... the comfy chair the comfy chair is a little bit harder to find I would say and it's not a great mod but what I do like about it is it is available to go in any you know facility so if there's a facility that you don't have a mod for already, you can just put this in there and, you know, at least you have a couple of morale from it. So, like, say say you had a shooting range and you had no mods for that shooting range, at least you can put this comfy chair in the shooting range. So, at least you're getting some benefit. So, it, it's nice in that way, you know, if you have nothing else to use. Yeah, yeah, sure. I think I think one mention from, from, the, from those mods uh, will be um, the solar generator. I think one of my... F- fans uh, on my video commented that just for notice um, it gives electricity through the night as well and it's, it doesn't consume anything so it's for the electricity generating purposes that's I think one of the best uh, if you don't have anything else and you really need this facility uh, getting uh, power. Right I agree which I was going to mention that as well I think the solar generator if you're Someone that's newer to the game is definitely a great mod because it's going to provide you base Y power for free. So you're not going to have to spend fuel. It's not going to cause noise. So you're not going to have any of those issues. But if you're someone that's more experienced, you're probably using like the builder legacy cards. You probably already have free base Y power. So if you're someone that's more experienced, it's probably not a great mod for you. But I would say for someone just starting out, it's definitely a great mod to use. But other than that, I mean, the other ones kind of like you said, they're not that great. You know, if you're just starting out, the water cooler will at least give you the water to a facility. So at least there is that option if you're just starting out. But the other mods, I mean, I would probably not recommend using it all unless you had nothing else to use. But at least there's options there if you are just starting out and you had nothing else to use. Yeah, agree on that. I think only comfy chair is in your suggested suggested list for the mods so i don't even have any of those as, as preference yeah i mean i would say out of that category my favorite one would probably be the solar generator only because for newer players it's you know kind of something that's really going to help them out a lot but if you already have power then you don't need that but i would say it's at least you know worth mentioning that if you don't have power then it's a great mod to use yeah sure but the next category we have is our storage mods so basically these are all mods that give you extra storage of some type and these can go in a storage facility a food or meds facility a workshop or a lounge i don't think they can go you can correct me if i'm wrong maris but i don't think they can go in like a fighting gym or anything i think it's only like those ones i mentioned that actually should be verified because so far my understanding was that shelving unit i used currently shelving unit for any other uh, mod if i have a facility which is open with open slot and i don't have mad this this mod particularly but yeah it could Actually, while they're speaking, I'll check it out. Yeah, that's the one I'm not sure about. I know it can go in pretty much any facility, but I'm not sure if it can go in the fighting gym in the shooting range. But I think the rest of them can go in there. So it's possible that they made it so it can go in everything. But while you're checking that out, um, the mods that we have are assortment of airtight containers. This one gives you plus two extra food storage. We have the small fuel tank. This gives plus five extra fuel storage. The secure case, 
which gives five extra ammo storage. The pallet or, you know, pallet storage solution. This gives five material storage. The mini fridge. This gives you two food and med storage, both, or five with power. So if you have power, then you get five meds and five food storage. So that's definitely nice that you get both at once. And then we have the shelving unit that Mars mentioned, which gives you plus two storage of all resources. And that's the storage category. But for my taste, I mean, I think the secure case is probably my favorite just because it's harder to get ammo in the game. So if you upgrade your ammo storage, I think that's more beneficial to you that you can actually put more ammo in your base. So for my taste, I think the ammo extra ammo storage is nice. And the mini fridge isn't bad either just because it gives you food and meds at the same time. Do you have any uh, ones you want to comment on there? Mm, yeah, sure. Uh, my my approach would be quite simple. Uh, those are the mods that you use whenever well you have any you don't have anything else just to fill fill up the the mod slot and um, also yeah you need to pay attention on which particular base you are uh, currently living in because they uh, often have this uh, either fuel tank either some extra storage or for some particular um this the supply you don't have to worry about the storage because they there's extra built-in from the base so yeah, and and I'd say it's it's simple as you mentioned for the ammo storage, especially in the beginning. If you somehow manage to have a lot of ammo and you can't currently produce the the, the bullets you need, then yeah, you might run into problem. But just 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 a final word. I think it's one of my videos as well. I mentioned like. If you have a problem with any supply particular, you can just take out the, the rucksack and place in any car near to your base. Right, That's which is a just, huge tip that actually helps you out. So, Yeah, it's, so, so and just to mention if someone someone new is um, or, or you, you think to, to check out the game, um, there's a limit in every base for every uh, supply. And if you cross the limit after some time, Everything that is more than allowed will be gone. It will be just it will just disappear. Just so you know. Right, which that's why these ones I would suggest. You know, I personally prefer the ammo storage, but I would suggest using whatever one in empty slots that you are going to be gaining a lot of. So let's say you know you have a lot of extra materials and you are always gaining extra materials for some reason, then you might want to use the pallet storage solution just so you have some extra material space. Like Morris said, you can always put your extra rucksacks in the back of cars, and that will actually make sure your resources are protected. But if you wanted some extra space, I would use the extra space on things you have excess of. So, you know, don't use an extra food space if you only have like five food in your base. I mean, if you only have five food in your base, you don't really need the extra storage. Use whatever extra storage that you actually need at the time. But that's kind of, you know, those storage ones. I mean, I would say, like Morris said, it is more, you know, when you have an empty slot available that you can actually just, you know, oh, well, let me get an extra couple of storage here because I have nothing else to put here. So I would say it's more for those situations, like he said. And I would say most of these you don't want to use unless you have an empty slot. But I would say the, the secure case is the best one out of all of them. Mm, yeah. And just to add an extra currently for my se uh, base setup, I have water tongue uh, built in and infirmary. 
and in both of those facilities i can install also storage modes so yeah it's i think the storage modes also can be applied everywhere okay that's kind of what i was thinking too i just didn't want to say it was official unless if i didn't know but so sure sure but we're, we're pretty sure then that it can be applied to all of them for the most part and like you were saying too um real quick uh, one of the bases that does actually have the extra storage is Mike's Concrete that has like the fuel tank extra storage. So if one of the bases has, you know, the big extra storage like that, then you really don't need extra storage for that actual item. So, you know, Mike's Concrete has a lot of extra fuel storage. So in this case, you wouldn't need the small fuel tank because you already have a ton of extra storage. So just kind of, you know, play it based on the base that you're at, because the base that you're at might have extra or something else. But that being said, we can move on to our next category. Our next category is the lounge mods. So there's four mods that are specifically for the lounge. And these are the game console. This one greatly improves morale with power. So if you have power, then you can use this. And it gives you plus 15 morale for one hour. The collection of board games. This boosts morale and makes a little bit of noise. And you have to spend two labor to get plus 15 morale for 16 minutes. The mini bar. This one gives a potent morale boost. You have to spend five jugs of ethanol because obviously you're making drinks and things. And this gives you a plus 25 morale boost for 11 minutes. And the last one is the collection of reference books. This one will give you plus 10% skill improvement. So my thoughts real quick on this. I say the game console is the best one just because it's going to give you plus 15 morale, which is a great amount of morale, and it does it for an hour. So you're already going to have that for an hour. The rest of these, I'll give it for, you know, a short amount of time. So because of that, I would say the game console is very useful to you because you're not going to have to worry for an hour in game that you're going to have 15 extra morale. Yeah, I would actually, while while you were speaking, I adjusted my list as well. Just for one reason, um, I, I will mention I had uh, board games because uh, board games uh, mod, you can, I don't know, it's, it's always different for everyone but i in, in every playthrough i get the board games so it's really easy to obtain but this this game console which act, which actually is way better because of four times four times uh, longer period and just one labor but i had it only in one playthrough so it's a bit harder to find so just keep an eye for both of them and obviously switch and update if you have this this uh, console from the board game no, I definitely agree with that. And the game console is hard to find. I actually have three of them. But the reason why I got three is because um, one, I bought off a trader. And then two of them I actually got from multiplayer rewards from Friends Games. So um, I heard from the devs that it is very unlikely, but it is possible to find it out in the world. But the most likely way you're going to get them is either buying it off a trader or um, from playing multiplayer in your friends' games. So keep that in mind. Those are probably the two ways you're going to most get it. So if you do see the game console at a Mysterious Trader, I would definitely recommend buying it because it's only 500 influence. So for 500 influence, I would say it's definitely worth it to buy that. Yeah, just just a question I'm wondering, because I have played in my friend's game, but it was in the beginning of the game when, when there was no patching, no updates, nothing at right. all. Was it introduced in some of the patches later on, or it was from the beginning? It was from the beginning, but both times I got it, I got all the way to tier 5 rewards. I don't know what tier you're at, but I had to get to tier 5 rewards, and then after that, it's just, you know, luck of the draw. I mean, I got game consoles before, and I have got um, network signal boosters before, so 
if you get to tier five, you usually get better mods. So sometimes those better mods end up being like game console or something. Hmm. Okay, cool to know. I think fourth tier was the best I get because either it was disconnect. Right, or a lot of people have that issue, yeah. Yeah, and the bug when the supply locker disappears and you can't trade anything, so there's no actual gain for keep playing with the friend. And I think I will check it out now. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely, you know, a great mod to use because it's basically 50 morale pretty much for free. I mean, if you have a lounge built, you're already going to get morale from that. And then you get 50 morale for one labor and it lasts an hour. And unlike the board games, it doesn't say it makes a little bit of noise. So, I mean, you would think a game console would make noise, but according to the stats, it doesn't say it makes noise. But <laughs> so, Those crazy know. people created, <laughs> they created console that you can actually play, enjoy, but in silent. Nice. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> crazy. And just, yeah, just one point to mention here. Uh, it's um, somehow you just, new players who don't know the game so well might think that morale is something small and the 10 or, or 3 or 5 is small numbers. Yes, this is not correct, especially when you start the game at the beginning. And even if the, in the middle when, when there's everything and a lot of going on and annoying people in your community, morale is really, really important to, to actually keep people happy so they don't fight and you have extra experience rate. And just I'm currently in the game and I'm checking I have second tier a morale level level effect which gives me 50% experience rate and I think it's 25 when you get the first one right and then it keeps going up from there I don't know if you ever yes. got it maxed out before have you ever maxed out your morale yeah if I think the max out is uh, 200% global speed yeah. and experience rate 100 yeah I haven't done it often. I mean, I did it once just to see what it was, but when you get to 100 morale, 100 is the max you can get to, and then it does give you the 200% global action speed, and I think it's 100% experience at that point. Yeah, and it's exactly the same bonus that you have only by crossing 60. Yeah, so it's not, you know, much different, but I mean, I wanted to get to 100 just for the challenge, so I did it just for the challenge, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And just just bear with me this on, on this one. Um explaining and looking at your list and uh, launch mods list uh, what we are discussing if you ever encounter and get uh, these reference books and also mm, game console it's it's easy to calculate if you have like zero zero morale like neutral if you get the game console you turn it on you get 15 morale boost and you get those experience rates up to 25 wherever if you uh, somehow consider these reference books are cool those only give you 10 percent. so already kind of understanding which which to choose right yeah i mean this reference books i probably wouldn't recommend using them honestly i mean if you don't really have any other mods for the lounge then i guess you can use it but the 10% skill improvement, I mean, you can do better things than that to get more skill improvement. And the skills aren't really that hard to, you know, level up. So I would say that one's not as worth it to me. I would just just personally mention for myself, um, the leveling up the skills actually is fun because one involves, I agree, yeah. okay, running not so much, but killing zombies, shooting zombies. Well, that's kind of what this game is about. <laughs> and I will mention quickly, too, uh, the minibar that does technically give the highest morale boost of any, you know, mod in the game. 
it gives you plus 25, but it only gives it for 11 minutes, so it's very short, and it costs you five jugs of ethanol. And personally, I don't want to lose my five jugs of ethanol to do that because I like to use my ethanol to make whiskey. I don't know if you use yours to make whiskey, but I like to use it to make whiskey for the trader leader. And as you just mentioned, I turned on both stills to craft whiskey. Yes, I do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to me, I'd rather use it to make whiskey than get extra morale. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a small notice here. I'm, I'm. You will see from my priority list, and I would just mention at your list probably. I'm not a big fan of anything in any game that gives you something but asks you in return like spend your ethanol and then you get morale no there are things that are not spending any of your resources and still give you morale so yeah i always go for those <laughs> i agree and honestly i mean we'll get to my rankings at the end but now that we're talking through this more like i'm liking you know one in particular even less and less the more i talk about it but <laughs> We'll get to that afterwards. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> but um, we will move on to the next category now. The next category is your garden, farm, or hydroponics mods. So basically all your facilities that can either make food or meds. So we have a couple of different mods just for those. One of those is the jug of pesticide. The jug of pesticide will give you plus 50% meds yield for that facility. The bag of fertilizer is basically the opposite. It's going to give you plus 50% food yield for that facility. The garden toolkit, that will give you plus 30% food or meds yield. The soil treatment kit, that gives you plus 10 max health for all survivors. And the compost bin, this gives you spend one food and you get 100% yield. So I don't know about you, but I mean, I think the compost bin is almost game breaking and it's an amazing thing to use. I love using the compost bin. Yeah, and if you watch my videos, you'll know what I will say. <laughs> no? Okay. Yeah, it's it's simple simple math actually to to uh, compare a composite bin against fertilizer, and to find out then there's uh, only one food I think difference between them. One food, as in um, like if you use it on a hydroponics or? Um, yeah, we are. We are speaking either to fully upgraded um, gardening or or, or or hydroponics. That's that's the that's what I'm usually doing. So base is giving you three food, right? right. Then you get extra hundred percent yield, which is another three, right? Yep. And you get probably turned on the the seed boost, which is again uh, extra. Right, so that gives you up to nine, yep. So it gets you nine for each hydroponics. Up to nine, which brings back you down to only eight because you are using one food to boost this uh, with the composite bin, right? Right. Right. Okay, and then if we break down to the exact same approach and using fertilizer, it gives you three base, uh, three extra that's using seeds, that's six, and then only uh, 50% will bring you 1.5 food, which then sums up to 7.5. So, sorry, I'm, I'm now rephrasing myself. The difference is only 0.5 food, but the cost for using composite bin is you constantly need to go and touch your garden. <laughs> right. I see what you're saying there. I mean... When you break it down like that, it's not that much difference. And 
if you forget to do it, then you're kind of, you know, screwing your whole base up if you forget to do whatever. So, so I, I do see what you're saying that, you know, the having to actually do that every single day in the game could be more annoying than the little bit of boost it gives you. So, I mean, it's, you know, to each his own there, you know, it's based on your preference. For me personally, I always remember to do it. So because I always remember to do it, I'd rather just have a little bit extra. But if you're someone that you don't want to, you know, hit every every day in game, then I definitely understand your perspective for sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, so that's the thing. Uh, I would just already spoil an alert from my list. Uh, I have both of those uh, mods as um, first and second uh, place. And the reason is quite simple. It's really crucial for, in the game to have food. That's the most mostly used uh, supply. So the, it's not enough if you had one. It's currently I'm in from this list. Um, now we are talking about. I have three mods. So two for food and one for medicine. So just keep an eye. Don't think that you have one composite bin or fertilizer. That's enough for the game. So right, I agree for sure. I mean, I think I have three jugs of pesticide, three compost bin, and three bags of fertilizer. I have like three of each, so I have plenty to get me by. So I would definitely, yeah, you know, hoard yeah. those as much as possible. Yeah, so, uh, and for the for the gameplay itself, at the beginning, you pay attention to everything and, and you think and you do everything carefully, then probably you don't forget to, to use this, this uh, boost. But later on, if you go on killing zombie spree, and that's, that's the thing, it, it needs to just... Um, take your attention from your computer away when this uh, notification comes out that the boost is uh, turned off, right? And if you miss that, then the, the composite bin is just simply not paying enough. So I would just then suggest to find this fertilizer and this this little sacrifice would be enough, but that's stable income for the food. Right. So I think it's more, you know, just preference. I mean, I definitely see your point, but for me, I always remember to hit the compost bin because every time a day goes by, I'm like, okay, compost bin, you know, okay, compost bin, because I have other things like we talked about making whiskey. I, you know, just constantly keep refreshing that as well. So I just keep making whiskey. I keep hitting my compost bin. I'll keep using my game console. So I have other tasks that I do every day in the game anyway. So basically, I just add that to the rotation. So if I'm already doing other tasks anyways. I just add the compost bin to the rotation and I still get the benefit from it. Like you said, when you broke it down, you know, it's not much benefit, but I would rather have a little bit extra just because it's extra. So, <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm, I'm totally with you, but I know that there are players who are not that careful with their base. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're one of those players that, you know, you don't think you're going to be that careful about it, then definitely go with uh, Mars' strategy of just, you know, forgetting about it and you know you just have to you set the other mod up and you'll get a little bit less but you won't have to touch anymore so so both strategies work it's just you know depending on what type of player you are yep but i will mention quickly too the soil treatment kit i do like that one i know um when we talked off air you weren't as big a fan of something like this but giving plus 10 max health to all survivors i think that's nice at least because it gives you an extra 10 damage you can take and the problem i'd have with it though is I don't know if I'd ever want to actually put this in a garden or farm or something because I'd rather have the you know pesticide or I'd rather have the compost bin installed. So I don't know if I'd ever actually install this. But just the effect alone, though, if you take away the fact that it goes in garden or farm, 
the effect alone, I do like the effect because it does help your survivor survive longer. Yeah, <laughs> good point you're making here. It would be great mod if there wouldn't be other even better mods. So yeah, it's it's crucial part because uh, yeah, it, it gives you extra three food if you got the right treatment, the, the, the mod. Right. So yeah, in rare cases I see it. I install it only for curiosity. <laughs> And uh, yeah, if 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 I may, then I mentioned uh, specifically this pesticide. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, if you if if any of you um, carefully read the description of mods, you can find if the mod is working only for food production or it works only for meds. And for medicine, I think pesticide is the best to use, right? Yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, because if you know meds are a lot harder to get in the game than food, I would say so. I would you know definitely say that's a good strategy to use it for meds. Yeah, because this composite bin is not working for meds. That's what I'm getting at. Right, which I see that. I mean, but I think for meds, I just you know take care of my meds with outposts instead. So that's how I solve my meds problem. But I mean, again, it's just kind of one of those you know difference of play style, I guess, because. You can solve these problems, you know, many different ways in the game. It's just how you actually want to go about it. Because like you're saying, basically, since I have the compost bins installed, I can't actually help my meds. But what I have is I just have three meds outposts instead. So I'm always getting meds from my outposts. So I'm not worried about it in that sense. I was just going to ask you, are you are you that crazy to, to spend three outposts for getting medicine? Because just... For everyone to break down, um, your infirmary is using two meds um, on a daily basis and you need extra one because obviously you need some medicine to craft, you need some uh, cures to craft, so three plus three is the one you are aiming at every playthrough. And you are that crazy. Three outposts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I'm getting plus on everything, so... I think the only thing I'm not gaining every day is parts, technically. So I'm not gaining parts every day, but everything else I'm gaining. So, I mean, I'm only getting one meds every day, but I'll, I'll take the one meds, you know. <laughs> hmm. Cool, cool. Just just mentioned, and, and you're not even thinking about uh, Lycanology? I do have some books. I just haven't found a character yet that has an empty slot. But once I have a character oh. with an empty slot, I'm going to put that on them and then I will actually take away some diapos. So yes, I am you know considering that. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I I just have. I'm looking at my stats. I have uh, plus four point five meds per day. I have still one outpost that I can sacrifice in exchange to anything else, because my hydroponics hydroponics is giving me four point five. So one facility would be enough uh, for for one, one one spot one slot. And that covers everything. And I have extra one one person that gives me extras. Yeah, I have someone in my community that gives me extra food, too. They give me an extra one food, which, like I said, I mean, once I find someone with my game with an empty fifth slot, I'm definitely going to put Lycanology on them. And then that will give me room to actually destroy some beds outposts because I'm only using that temporarily until I find someone with the fifth slot open. Okay, okay. On that, I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are a big fan of having a lot of ammo outposts, though. I, I definitely like ammo outposts, too, so I have two of those right now. Yeah, to be honest, the, the ammo outpost is the only only way how you can get ammo without going and scavenging, so, yeah. Right. No, definitely. That's why I love having the ammo outposts, and 
like I said, I mean, everything in my base right now, I'm actually gaining everything. So because the materials I'm gaining by using a staging area, that's how I'm gaining with that. So yeah, that's my approach as well. So see, we have, you know, the same ways to get there. We just have different methods of getting there. <laughs> sure. We won't get that's there in the end. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's and actually if, if any of you are listening and taking a note or something, that's, that's good. That's good to keep an eye how others are doing this stuff. But this game is exactly this awesome that you can get beds from outposts and have none beds in the be uh, by base or totally other way around. It, everything allows it. It's and also yeah, the gaining um, food or or meds or actually the same beds from the people. There are some traits I, I had one once. This this lady she. Uh, she want she slept under the sky, which means she's not using any bed. And from the threat, um, she gave plus two beds, just insane. Oh wow, that's, that's really nice. I haven't seen someone with that trait yet. Yeah, it's it's combination combination of two of them. It's, it's yeah, uh, the hero ability and the trait itself. That's nice. I mean, I would love to have the plus two beds in my community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and it's so random from the people. So just keep an eye how you would like to build the base and mods so we are giving you here advices and some other ways how to do it how we do it but it doesn't necessarily need it it's the exact same approach for you is the best so yeah that's, that's right definitely I, I completely agree with that because i mean as people are finding out here you know we go about it a different way but we both make the end goal the same thing so we both have an end goal and we both meet that end goal of you know gaining everything in our base so both of us are gaining things in our base, just we're doing it in different approaches. So there's other approaches you can use. These are just tips on, you know, different approaches that will actually get you to the, you know, nice goals that you have. Yep. Yep. That's for sure. But our next category is kind of a small one. It's the command center mods. So there's only two that are specific to the command center. You have the signal antenna, which will give you one extra outpost. And then you have the network signal booster, which gives you two extra outposts. I think a lot of players already know about these, but... I mean, obviously, you know, the signal antenna is not worth using because the network signal booster gives you two outposts and you definitely want to have that. So if you don't have one of these, you know, try to find one however you can, because this is a game changing um, mod, because having the extra two outposts, like, I don't know how I'd live in the game without it anymore. This is really small category because yeah, either you ha don't have mods, you have one extra or two extra. But um, just wanted to mention from experience from the players. Uh, because we had a discussion under my, one of my videos where I just skipped, I had a, I have had limited uh, influence points and I chose something else over this, this signal booster <laughs> and then just comment section went crazy because some other people are playing like already um, few tenths of hours and never ever found such signal booster and they are going crazy to find one <laughs> and i just skipped one and i'm like <laughs> and and this is point what i wanted to mention this signal booster can can be found and can be bought i i um, acquired it in both ways but this signal antenna in worst case scenario you don't have this um, booster you can craft it in um, a third level workshop i think and requirements is you need power and you need knowledge of computers. And then you just can can craft yourself this antenna if you're just, you can't find. I thought it was knowledge of something else, but I could be wrong. Like to actually craft it, I thought it was a different skill you needed, but maybe I'm wrong on that. Well, I'm, 
I hope that it's not hidden because currently I'm, I'm handing my mouse over and it's yeah, requirements is knowledge of computers and power. But I think you need something else to get this workshop to the third level. You need some mechanics or, or building or something so I, like that. I know what you're talking about where you can craft, like there's a couple of different mods you can actually craft. And I think what you need yeah. to craft it is construction, I believe, because I don't have construction in my community right now. I feel like it's construction you need to actually craft it. But the computers is what you need to upgrade to command center, though. But No other way around. I would just insist. <laughs> I'm currently looking in the game, and you need computer to craft. And I think to have a third-level uh, workshop, that's, that's where your construction is needed. Because otherwise, you can't upgrade to the third level. Right. So, so two steps. Yeah, you, you need construction to upgrade a workshop to the max, and then uh, computer skills to craft this antenna. So both are needed, but still, if you haven't found any antennas, that's your way to go. Yeah, I think that's what I was getting at. We were just basically saying it in different ways. But <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. But um, if, you know, God forbid you didn't have a signal antenna or a network signal booster and you can't craft it yet, this is a good opportunity to use that free slot for something that, like, say, a comfy chair. This is a good opportunity to use something like that because you have nothing else to put there. So you might as well just throw the comfy chair there and at least get something. So that's a good you know, opportunity for that. But. <laughs> you got me laughing there. But I, I see how, how it goes very well. Like, you know, there's zombie apocalypse and someone is like, well, guys, we need some antenna. We need to contact people. And someone's like, can we get the chair? Some comfy chair. <laughs> That would be like, yeah, that's way to go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> cool. No, it's just some guy that just wants to sit there. He's like, nah, I'd rather just take this chair and sit. I mean, like, why, why would I want to go on the radio all day? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's everyone's chatting and, and bragging and, and, you know, talking all day. Yeah, he's like, nah, but, I'm done with that. I'm just going to take this chair, y'all. I'm going to take a seat and I'll be happy. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's for zombie apocalypse, totally. No, yeah, realistically, like if you didn't have either one of those, then that is a good slot to use for something that you know you just have like laying around. Like, oh, I have this extra mod laying around, I can't put it anywhere else. Let me throw it here for now. That's basically what I would use that for if you don't have one of those yet. Yeah, I would agree here. But our next category is actually the biggest category. This one has a ton of mods to use. This is the workshop mods. So this is going to be you know kind of a big list. So. We'll you know, try and break these up afterwards, but we'll go through them. One of them is the set of power tools. This one gives you plus 50% facility action speed with power. Then we have a whole list of ammo presses. There's a heavy duty ammo press, which gives you 50 cal rounds and 44 millimeter grenades. You have the handgun ammo press, which gives you 22, 9 millimeter and 45 caliber rounds. The magnum press, which gives you 0.357 and 44 magnum rounds. The shotgun press, which gives you your shotgun shells. And then the rifle ammo press, which gives you 5.56 and 7.62 millimeter rounds. So those all are all your ammo presses that you can get, which there's quite a bit, but that's, you know, they're definitely good to have them. And then in addition to that, you have a CNC mill. This makes parts for materials. It will cost you three materials and you make 90 parts. You have a soldering station. This will give you the ability to craft boombox decoys with power. You have the salvage furnace. This will give you bonus parts from salvage, and it has an ongoing fuel cost of minus one fuel per day. So by bonus parts from salvage, um, 
if you have like a pile of weapon remains, instead of 50, you get 75 parts from this. That's basically what that one does for the most part. The filling machine, this will give you the ability to craft more Molotovs and field bombs. So when you add this installed, I tried it just to see, you can craft 12 of each of these. So without it, you can craft less. If you install this, then you can craft 12 field bombs and 12 Molotovs instead. And then the last one is the hand drill press. This gives you plus 25% action speed. So definitely quite a bit of mods for your workshop. So there's a lot of choices there. Yeah, and I just jump right into the filling machine to, to help you out there. Without this filling uh, machine, you have nine Molotov cocktails. Nine, so okay. That's, so it's increasing yeah, three, okay. three extra. Mm -hmm. Yes, I mean, to me, with three extra, I would never really use it, but I just installed it just to see what it gives you with it. But I mean, I don't think that's one that's worth using because there's so many great mods for the workshop that that's not really one I'm going to use that much. I, yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you until one point. Whenever players get, and that's what I'm suggesting, to explore game. And once you come upon this, hmm, how the fire works in the game, then this filling machine might come in handy. <laughs> True, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I said on previous podcasts, like, I'm not huge into using explosives. So maybe that's why for my taste, it's not worth it. But I mean, you know, for someone that's like, oh, I love using the explosives. You know, I use explosives every play card I go to. Then maybe that's for them. <laughs> so you don't like explosives. You don't like my last video where I got everything exploding, right? <laughs> well, I love watching things explode. I, I just don't like using the explosives that much. <laughs> yeah. But watching I'll things do, explode is fun. <laughs> yeah. And... Actually, guys, yeah, if, if, if I might, may just jump in and, and from the huge list, there are two, two things I just want to strike out right away. Just forget about them. You might guess which ones are those. One is going to be the soldering station, right? No, boomboxes are awesome. <laughs> uh, well, I had it, I, I had it actually, and, and it's nice extra but there are two even less I, I know which ones you're talking about then you're, you're talking about the hand drill press and the power tools exactly yeah. and you can explain why yeah course. I mean basically with the extra action speed you know it basically all it does is make your actions in the workshop faster but it's not you know something that actually takes a long time anyways because the longest part of the workshop is building the workshop itself like Besides building the workshop itself, the actions themselves don't take longer than a couple of minutes. So it's really not worth your time to actually use these to upgrade the action speed. So And just just to add specifically, there's only one thing that takes more than a moment. Moment I'm speaking like now it's actually instant that I can up, uh, update everyone. After the last patch, uh, previously if you craft anything, anything at all from workshop, it took you like half a second or something. That right, yeah, like it was so it was so small, it wasn't even worth it. Yeah, now once you click, it's already there. Without any any action, anything, you can just click like maniac and get everything right away. And only thing that takes time in workshop is the... I'm now looking from the list, is when, you try, when you're salvaging weapon parts. If you find the weapon parts, you can salvage them in the parts. And and that takes some three or five minutes or something, and that's the only thing. And and it's crazy to use a mod specifically just because to for do that, that faster, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because for for that particular point, you want this um, 
this other mod, the, the salvage furnace, where you get more parts out of it. Not faster, but more parts from the same amount of uh, weapons uh, dismantled. So yeah, those are totally never ever use them, never ever buy them, never ever install them. Just right. And there's other mods that do the same thing in like other facilities. Like there's one in the kitchen that upgrades action speed. Basically, anything that says action speed that's a mod, you know, don't use any of those because the action speed isn't something that's actually going to help you out. So yeah, totally, totally agree. I mean, it sounds like you um, disagreed a little bit with the soldering station, but. The reason why I don't think that's worth using is because there's other things you can use besides boom boxes that you don't have to, you know, waste time crafting. Like, I would rather, like, say the fireworks crafting station, I can install that in any, you know, facility, and I can just craft some uh, block rockers, I can craft some, you know, uh, rains of fire or the other fireworks that come in that DLC, and I can use those instead. So I wouldn't want to waste my spot in a workshop if you do that. If you have this uh, DLC purchased, if you have this mod, because I don't have, and then this boombox is kind of nice. <laughs> That's true. I mean, if you don't have the DLC, it might be a little bit more worth it. But, I mean, I think, you know, if you haven't checked it out before, you should at least check out what the block rocker does. It's a really cool firework, and it lasts a long time, and it brings so many zombies to one area. Like, it's really cool to use. So I would at least check out a video of that if you're not going to buy the DLC. But... <laughs> Now you now you are pushing me like I already thought about buying it, <laughs> and just just yeah for everyone who's listening, um, for other mostly for for other facilities there is just only I think a head infirmary where there are um, some suggestions to switch mods, but this workshop uh, for workshop I'm currently having I think five or six mods which i'm changing upon basically request when i need one bullet i install the mod when i need uh, some um, parts i install this um, cnc mill when i'm just dismantling old weapon parts then i'm using this salvage uh, salvage furnace so just keep in mind those mods can be swept in and out and that's what we are suggesting to do whenever you do something in workshop right yeah because the workshop it's one of those facilities that you don't want to keep the same mod for very long because you're always going to have other things you want to do. I mean, if you want ammo, like you said, you know, you might want some shotgun ammo and then realize, oh, I want to make some parts, too. So you take out the shotgun press and you put in your CNC mill. So there's so many of these mods that are so useful. And like just uh, the CNC mill to stop on that one real quick, making 90 parts like that, that is huge because if you do it from your storage facility, then you only get 15. So. Instead of that, you get 90. I mean, you do have to use three materials instead of one. So, I mean, doing the math, you know, it, it's 30 more, but still 30 more is, you know, well worth it, in my opinion. I'm th Let me quickly check this. Oh, wait, be 45 more. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it's on one for 15. So be 45 is what the conversion it's, is. So, yeah. It's one, one for 20 if you uh, dismantle in the storage. So, yeah, it is better. Definitely. Uh, it's one material you get 20 parts and with the CNC mill you get uh, 30 so yeah huge increase definitely oh that's odd I I definitely um, destroyed some for 15 before so I don't know maybe they changed that or what do you mean destroyed um, in the storage area like I use one material to get 15 parts but now you're telling me it's 20 so maybe they changed that recently I don't know Maybe it was like something they didn't tell anyone about. Yeah, no, it's it's twenty. Huh. It's twenty. I'm thinking, may if I have 
something influenced from the craftsmanship if i have a people that person that uh, has this skill if that somehow influences that could be it yeah that could boost you up maybe but i but i think it was 20 but okay it's it's anyways for for making parts this cnc mill is way to go definitely and just to add add something there um in mid and late game when I, when you have everything set up in your base there is actually nothing no nowhere to put those materials and if you have upgraded workshop they are constantly coming in so you will find yourself in a position when you have a lot of materials and there's nowhere to put them and cnc mill is the way to yeah make them in parts definitely and i love you know making parts and i'm kind of a parts hoarder a little bit but i have way too many parts that i would never need but i just like getting more and more parts <laughs> i don't know if you're the same way <laughs> yeah usually i do but somehow in this playthrough i currently now have only 500 which is way less than usually but um yeah, yeah, I totally understand you because you never in zombie apocalypse you need to make sure that you have everything, like a lot of everything. <laughs> yeah, right now in my uh, current community, I have three thousand one hundred parts. So, <laughs> oh, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm saying I'm a little bit of a parts hoarder. I mean, I, I definitely don't need three thousand parts, but I just like to keep hoarding them, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but just just yeah for everyone else if you're listening like three thousand so so many but once you start crafting and if you have your hands on uh the the upgraded version what what was it um handmade suppressor they use 75 per per uh, craft which makes well if you want to upgrade for all your community and have some spare that's a lot where it goes and if you craft spy bombs and, and um, this machine uh, repair toolkit, how it's called, yeah, repair toolkit, there's where a lot of repair. So there's a lot of uh, things that are using those uh, parts. So those never can be, yeah. And so I, I agree with you. This keep hoarding them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will trust me. <laughs> Which one you actually didn't mention too? You can use the parts to make um car upgrade kits and. I've used a lot of parts to make car free kits before I upgrade my cars, so that's another way you can use parts. Yeah, okay. Let's let's not mix up <clears throat> car upgrades uh, mod. I think that's a whole podcast we can make another day because there's a lot of things I would definitely love to discuss. But yeah, that I think it uses like hundred and hundred and fifty, right? Or I'm remembering wrong. No, I believe for each upgrade kit, it's uh, either fifty or seventy-five parts, depending what uh, size the vehicle is. Could it be 50, 75, and a heavy 100? Because I remember it That might be that. Heavy. Yeah, that might be right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And if you have few vans and, and military track, and then you have to craft some 100 and hundreds, those parts run out quite quickly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I have so many parts that I rather go that way. Like, it, it sounds from what you're the way you're talking a little bit, you might like the way better where you buy them, but. I'd rather keep my influence, so that's just my personal opinion. But yeah, all all the everything you can save, either that's parts or influence or anything else. That's and just just mentioning as as a gamer, the only games where you need to pay attention what you hold to yourself is when you have limited space for for your inventory or something. And this is not the case. You can you can have as much as you want. So 
That's why we both are gathering everything. <laughs> exactly. So, and this is why I love the CNC mill because that gets me more parts, and I love my parts. So. <laughs> yep. For sure. But we can move on to the next category now. The next category is the kitchen mods. So the kitchen mods, there's a couple of different unique ones. There is a canning station. This gives you plus five storage for food. There's a food dehydrator, which gives you plus 10 food storage with power. There's an espresso machine, which you can make espresso with water. A stand mixer. This gives you plus 50% action speed with power. So like we said before, don't worry about this one. You know, forget it. <laughs> There's a slow cooker. Use one food to boost 10 morale, which lasts for an hour. And then these last two, these are actually the only mods in the game I don't have. I just haven't been able to find them. And if anyone actually has these, you know, definitely hit me up after because I'd like to trade for them because <laughs> I, I definitely want these. But um, the countertop oven, this consumes some food and fuel for a morale boost. And the water boiler, this will let you speed up your kitchen actions with water. And the only reason I even know what those do is because the dev actually told me what they do. And he did confirm they are in the game, but I haven't actually seen them. And I don't think you have either, Maris, right? Yeah, I don't have them either. And I even even at the top, I don't have some of them. But even if I'm looking at the bonus, I would not go for them. But yeah, please give your thoughts on those. Yeah, I mean, on the two that I don't have, the countertop oven, the water boiler, I would never actually use them. Just I want to have them. That way I can complete my collection. That's the only reason I want them. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah understandable <laughs> but um in terms of actually using like i think the food dehydrator is really unique and if you have a kitchen like there's some bases that have built-in kitchens and giving plus 10 extra food storage like that's actually a, a crazy amount of food storage to give because you know most of these other mods we talked about that give storage they give like five at most so 10 extra food storage is definitely handy especially if you have a built-in kitchen already okay okay <laughs> But just just but overall for the storage itself, uh, I think I mentioned it in one of my videos as well. Just just something I, I, I noticed. Funny thing, uh, because in the game, sometimes it happens that you do something totally out of the base or something. And there's like, oh, th there's a rat in the food or something. And they take away some of your food. Like, yeah, that like happens a lot. It's spoiled. Or, or for the ammo, or for the material, materials, something broke, something. And one thing that I noticed is that happens particularly when you have a lot of everything. And only when when I had I had some bad start and I couldn't find any any food or something, I think. And I just uh, was scavenging and it was like, oh, we went out and we find a food. And I'm like... This is something, that's something suspicious. And my assumption is, um, if you are familiar with the term uh, uh, rubber bending, it's usually uh, mostly used for the Need for Speed games. And the idea is quite simple. Uh, the computer is rubber band with the player because whenever the computer gets ahead of you, it starts doing some stupid things and just, just and you can catch up to them. And whenever they are behind you, they are speeding like the best racers in the world because and and, and the idea is that um, computer is always around you. You never feel like left alone or computer is just two laps ahead. And the same I, I think is approach for the supplies 
if you have a lot of them, the, the game somehow is built in like, okay, let's spoil some of them because it seems these guys getting everything. And when you don't have some particular point, I just know from the playthrough, it, they, they just brought in. And for that assumption, the storage should never be a goal. And my suggestion, just personally, just never tested, never confirmed, never ever try to achieve everything and fully, because you will get frustrated. It will be taken away from you. So long story long, <laughs> this, this, this um, storage is always tricky because you think if you have extra storage, you can extra you can have like 30, 40s food or something. Trust me, it get it will be spoiled. Just keep some bare minimum, 15 up to 20 something, and it it will be fine for all the supplies. That's that's just my uh, n never ever confirmed input for this. Like, yeah. No, I, I definitely see what you're saying. I mean, I think you're probably right about that. Like, I can't confirm it either, but. I definitely notice that a lot, too. When you get a lot of something, that's when it starts spoiling. Like, for example, I have a lot of fuel in my base and somehow they're always like, oh, um, you know, something caught on fire. Sorry, we lost some fuel. I'm like, oh, great job, guys. <laughs> Am I right? Just fuel. Just playing around with fuel. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what I would say, though, is like it depends, you know, how good at the base management you are, because for me, like I have, you know, I'm gaining on everything. So I'm gaining on materials. I'm gaining on fuel. I'm gaining on all that right now. So for me, like if I have the extra storage and I lost like, you know, one fuel or something like that, I don't really care that much because I'm gaining anyways. So if I'm gaining anyways, I'm just going to get it right back the next day. So that's the way I look at it because I look at it as I'm not actually losing anything because I was going to gain anyways. So like, for example, food, if I'm gaining like seven and a half food, then okay, if I lost two food, then I don't really care. I'm still going to gain five and a half the next day. So that's kind of how I look at it. But if you have like a low amount of food, then it's going to hurt you a little more. So that's why I like to keep my food and everything like stocked up a little bit higher, just so I'm not really worried about it. And if I lose a couple, then whatever, I'll get it back next day. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, and just, just to mention for um, everyone else, it's, it's quite crucial, um, in my opinion, to upgrade storage because um, the first level I think allows 15 supplies for each, right? I believe so, yes. And then I think it's yeah. 25 after that is level 2. Yeah, yeah. And only if you have second upgraded, which is not that costly. It's, it's I would suggest for almost every base, maybe in the first you can skip this. But uh, yeah, when you have 25 and you have some facilities maybe where you have installed uh, this this extra two or five or something it's trust me it's enough because fuel you can always turn down uh, turn into this fuel that that you put in the cars right, right? ammo you can always uh, craft into ammo materials you always uh, dismantle in the parts pa yeah just point here uh, parts N never get spoiled it's just for the supplies and uh, for food yes as you mentioned making whiskey like ethanol and then whiskey that's that's how, how we spend it and meds of course you make this uh, bulk cure or or even meds and and there's always a way how you can uh, keep an eye and not lose any of your supplies and long st long story why uh, sorry for a, a bit sidetracked but 
in my opinion, none of the storage is a uh, way to go. It's always like if you have nothing else, then any kind of storage is like, okay, let's install this for just for funds. But whenever something else, any else mod is coming in, that's what you switch on. That's that's just my approach, of course. Right, which I understand that. But I mean, in this case with the kitchen, there's not a lot of great mods for the kitchen. So that's why I would still recommend the food dehydrator because in the kitchen, there's not a lot of great mods I would want to use. I mean, the espresso machine isn't bad if you want some espresso to help your characters, but... I mean, I've never used the espresso machine that much, and I guess the slow cooker isn't a horrible mod because you get 10 morale if you really need it, but I'd rather not spend the food to do that. So, personally, I would want to use the food dehydrator more. Okay, okay, understandable. Yeah, just from from the list, I can't give you all the inputs because the canning station, the food, uh, the espresso machine, and bottom two, I, I never had basically i i think i have this mixer and slow cooker only and long story short i'm using the slow cooker and reason for this is quite simple actually just bear with me extra bonus <laughs> um of course it's used food and if you as you mentioned we are good with managing then you get extra and this one food is not a big deal right. and 10 morale is might be a breaking point to get this uh this this extra boost right this this threshold where you need to which you need for morale and why especially slow cooker um i want to highlight is if you don't have any community member with cooking skill you can't cook anything like any boost any feast anything this slow cooker can be used for everyone you don't need cook for and just imagine the more people you have the more food you need and just everything and everything so it limits uh, your skills your your uh, communities possessing and not like you can skip easily this uh, cook skill if you have this uh, slow cooker because that's how you also burn down food if you have too much of it because if you don't have a still you can't make that whiskey so you will be overproducing food. So just mentioning it's it's not that bad in my opinion. So I wanted to throw extra bonus that you don't need the skill for cooking. No, yeah, definitely. And I see what you're getting at there. I mean, but like we said, like my community right now, I do have the still. So I'd rather use my food in the still. But if you don't have the still, then like you were saying, then, you know, that, that might be a good use for some of your extra food. Just a curiosity, what base you are currently you mentioned you have stills uh yes currently i'm in the one you hate the container fort but <laughs> oh you shouldn't have said that <laughs> it's because i just switched maps i went there you know fast while i switched maps and i, I set up real there quick there but i will be switching eventually so <laughs> but you know there's a base where you have two stills in the same time two stills yeah i believe the one that you recommend is uh more and more disturbing i think right no 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 it's it's actually called bravery and yeah it's it's in different map Obviously, oh you're talking I about swellions right i'm now checking because i'm currently <laughs> i have opened the saved where i have where i am in the base and then you can't read the title i don't know where, where i can find it <laughs> but yeah i'm just wondering yeah if you love whiskey that much i would suggest to get where it's built in and you have two stills <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not that bad of an idea. And I think, like, with these bases, too, I mean, pretty much most of the bases, you can make them work if you know what you're doing. So there's not many bases in the game that you can't make work if you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. All depends on your community. And, and specifically on two points. One is the count, how many you, people you have. That's just one. And another, if you have all the skills leveled up, leveled up, if you have meds incoming and, I don't know, some awesome traits with extra beds or extra food or something, then definitely you can live even in the first base. But if you are just leveling up and you don't have all those nice um, traits and everything, I'd say it's it might be tricky. It might be tricky. Yeah, I mean... It definitely does depend on your community. You're right about that. So, but I, I think like the mid tier bases is what I'm talking about more. I mean, say like a Knight's Family Drive-In or like a Mike's Concrete, like the bases that are that size. I think you can make any base that's that size usually work for you. So, yeah, for me, I don't have such a personalized approach with specific names, but I call them 1500k. 1.5k bases. Right, yeah, yeah, those bases, yep. <laughs> and, and actually the 1k, uh, 1,000 uh, influence point, point cost bases. I think, yeah, both of them might and is kind of sustainable, but of course the <laughs> the, the smaller the tier, the, the cheaper the base, it, it will be more tricky. But yeah, uh, definitely agree. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think you'd agree that like, most of the time, I prefer the 1,000 or 1,500 bases better anyways. Like, a lot of the 3,500 bases don't exactly do what I want them to do, so. Yep. Th that's, that's the case. I'm currently where the uh, most expensive base is this Whitney Field. Yeah. What is yeah. the base? Ah, I'm an meager Wally. Wally. So, yeah, there, there this uh, 1,500 1, bases, this uh, brewery. Yeah, that's what I was talking about, Swelly Owns, Oh, that's nice. That's your, that's your favorite as well, I guess. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not in that map right now. But if I was in that map, I'd be going there. So. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I'll, I'll do everything in here, and we'll switch maps as well. So we'll switch. Then uh, I'll take yours. You'll take mine. Okay, that sounds good. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that's what happened to me. I switched maps. I wasn't Drucker, and I switched to Cascade Hills. So. You know, right away when I switched, I just picked up the container for it because I knew it'd be something that I could set up really fast and, you know, not worry about it for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And especially when you have full community and, and influence points and community member count, you can switch map and just go for the biggest base or, or the base you right, want. Right, exactly. That's not a problem. Because with the container for it, it already had eight beds built in. So I'm like, well, I'll just go there real quick. You know, I don't have to worry about beds and my community can at least sleep there for a little while. <laughs> yep. That's for sure. But moving on to the next category, we have infirmary mods. So we have some interesting ones for the infirmary. We have the cleaning station, which gives you plus 25% infection recovery from partial blood plague. We have the cast making kit. This allows for passive recovery from injuries for inactive characters only. And I do want to note that um, basically you get this effect anyways if you have infirmary level 2 or higher. So this is most useful with level 1 infirmaries. So if you're like early on in the game, you have the sanitizing machine. This gives you plus 50% infection recovery from partial blood plague. Case of stabilizing foam. This gives you cheap instant health recovery or ability to quickly recover health. 
And the last one is the pill press. This gives you a painkiller crafting discount. So what this does is it makes it so it costs one med instead of two to make painkillers. So out of these, I mean, I think the cast making kit is, you know, the best one if you have a level one firmary. But once you get past level one firmary, then it loses a lot of value because you get that effect anyways. But the other one I think is really good is the pill press because you can make a lot of pills and only use one med every time. So I think the pill press is definitely a great one too. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. One thing just help me understand, help me remind um, infirmary from the beginning, from the first level is straight away using two meds or only when it's upgraded. I believe it's using two right away. Mm. Kind of sucks, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just thinking, yeah. I think I at once I wanted to try out uh, because uh, actually it was funny thing uh, to upgrade infirmary to second level. I think you need some uh, not not circuitry, but uh, either the chemicals or something like that. Uh, anyhow, I didn't have the upgrade materials and and not the casual supply materials, but there's some extra needed. And I just couldn't update, uh, and and I had some injury, and then at that point I, I looked at the mod and I was like, okay, this is it. Why should I care actually upgrading? Because the only reason to upgrade the the infirmary is for getting rid of injuries. Right. And exactly. With this mod, yeah, you can skip the part. Exactly. So I mean, if you don't want to upgrade right away, then just like you're saying, you can use the cast baking kit, and that will take care of the injuries for you, which is really nice. Yep. Yep, and yeah, I wanted wanted to give two extra info right away. Um, checking right right now, this uh, uh, pill press is even better because I'm looking that you need one med to craft weak painkillers, but to craft um, casual painkillers and strong pillars uh, painkillers. Uh, you need also ethanol, jug of ethanol, and I see it also is down to one. And I'm just wondering, I think it previously was higher. It used two meds and... That could be the case, yeah, because when I installed it, I looked at it and it was one across the board. So I just assumed it reduced it by one for everything, but you're probably right. It probably was more meds, so it, it might even be better for the higher ones that you craft. Yep, that's the thing. It uses two ethanol without just uninstalled <laughs> and uh, four junks of ethanol if you uh, make the strong painkillers so it not reduces only the meds but also the ethanol usage so extra extra bonus for yes um, that's even way better than i thought it was then in that case <laughs> yep and and also just uh, wanted to let me let me shame another mod <laughs> uh the case of stabilizing foam uh, cheap instant health recovery it uses one medic the the supply the big med and it's insane it's it's the worst thing ever it's like your your infirmary from the first level uh, when you leave the person there uh, gets the health back like just like that and they are just giving you this awesome feature that you can fill up <laughs> uh, fill the health up by using meds why would you do that no one wants to do that Right, I mean, yeah, because I installed that. I'm like, this really doesn't seem like it's doing a whole lot for me, so. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, so I wouldn't use that one. I mean, I think we're both in agreement that the most useful ones basically are the pill press and the cast baking kit. Um, 
I, I will say that if you are prone to a lot of infections, like say, you know, you often get the blood plague for some reason, then maybe you want to use a sanitizing machine just because it's going to help you with infection recovery. But I mean, if you're not prone to getting blood plate, then I wouldn't really use that either. Yeah, yeah. I think it's... I need to check my list, uh, what I have. Uh, I think I'm using... Yeah, I'm suggesting also this uh, sanitizing machine. Just from the in the beginning, if you are not familiar with the game, it might be frustrating that your people get uh, infected more. And That's true, just yeah. a notice. Yeah, and just a notice for, for everyone. Maybe that's just my fault, but after the last patch, I managed. I think, I think it was after the last match. Uh, I managed to have two of my community members infected, which is not my doing. Obviously, I'm doing all my stuff as I'm always doing. But the person, the company that is with me, is a is acting a bit dumber, like like standing still when when being hit and, and not avoiding. I don't know why. Maybe some 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 problem or influence from the patch but uh, i actually never ever before in those 200 hours when i played used the plague her uh, this cure it was like never ever used and now in, in in few days i just had two people i'm just coming back to base and like i'm looking he's looking strange and yep it's it's infected so i don't know if it's the case only for me yeah, I haven't had that happen to me personally, but I mean, if that did happen, then that's a great reason to use it because, you know, that's going to help you out to get those people back to normal. So that's definitely a great reason to use it there. Yep. That's, and yeah, the painkiller is there. Uh, also, just, just a notice, um, if any of you wondering, let's cast a bit shadow on this painkiller thing. <laughs> uh, I'm looking right now in the game and there's... Two things, basically, but mostly you, you want to craft. Either it's painkillers, and the first is the bandages, right? And right. This, this, this effect that reduces med costs is only for painkillers. It doesn't affect bandages. Just keep an eye. And I'm mentioning specifically this is uh, this for one reason. If you have person with uh, this medicine skill, and you want to increase the skill, Crafting painkillers actually, yeah, pay, pay attention to the notes. It increases the chemical skills and not the men, medics, uh, medicine. For medicine skill to be improved for, for your community member, you need to craft bandages. And for bandages, this mod gives none of the benefits. Just wanted to add a bit extra. Yeah, and that's definitely good to know that. I mean, for me, that's not, you know, worth not using it because... I prefer painkillers over bandages usually anyways, but because the painkillers obviously use them instantly. The bandages, it takes a little while. So bandages are worse to use in a horde, but I mean, you know, it's definitely good to know that at least. Yeah, no, no, no just go, don't get me wrong. I don't need those bandages. I probably will sell them off. <laughs> but <laughs> right. uh, one thing that you definitely want, because you will realize this is a big game changer for everyone who you will playing the game, is whenever you max out your skill, it gives you extra something. And this medicine skill is rarely used if you don't have anyone infected, if you're not using as like the medicine, then crafting those bandages can, uh, that's the way how you level up the medicine skill. And for that, you will use the bandages, not for healing, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, no, definitely a great point there.
but we only have two categories left, and they're both pretty small. One of them is your sleeping facility mods. So this is like your beds. You know, it's either your uh, beds, your barracks, whatever you're using for sleeping. And the two that you have here is your camp heater, which gives you plus three morale with fuel, and your white noise machine, which gives you plus 10 morale with power. And I know we're both in agreement here. Do you want to tell people why the white noise machine is amazing? <laughs> it's kind of obvious. 10 morale, and it's passive. And for power usage, just one thing, actually, I want to a little cast a little shadow again. Um, if you are getting this electricity by a running generator that uses fuel, that's might be like a bit extra but if you have the power from any other source like for the base or anyhow um yeah it's just doing the job if that was the point you wanted i make yeah definitely and i think the cool thing about this too is it's not something that's wasting a facility slot that you're going to be able to use for something else because a lot of these mods that give morale they're taking they're going to take up a slot that you're going to be able to use for something else so like Say, for example, this was something that had to be in the workshop. If this had to be in the workshop, it wouldn't be as useful because it's taking up a slot that you need for your workshop. But because it's used in your beds and there's only two mods you can actually use in your beds, that makes it even better because there's nothing else you can put in your beds besides this or a camp heater. And in that case, you know, basically it's just like 10 free morale because you don't have any other choices. So essentially you're just taking, oh, I want 10 free morale. Yes, please. That's basically all you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's for sure. And there is a lot of bases, I think, where these uh, beds are not destroyable, so they are there. So take it or leave it. And yeah, the, the, when, then this white noise machine is coming in handy. And may I throw you one extra? I don't know. Someone probably can ch check this out. But yeah, go for I it. tested. I tested out in the beginning of game. I don't know. I I believe it's probably first or second patch and whenever you install this camp heater it it's it's written that you require the fuel but if you then go and check the base actual fuel usage it doesn't show up anything and i was thinking either it's a bug i think at that point i i had no intentions to make videos stupid maris but <laughs> i never tested out if actually the fuel was taken away but it kind of says that you need fuel but it doesn't take minus one so just, yeah I don't i'm know. almost Ma certain that it doesn't take fuel i think it is a bug that it, it's supposed to take fuel but i don't think it does actually so i think it is a bug I'm, now i have extra just the thought maybe what if you have zero fuel and then it stops working like you have to have it in your base but it doesn't consume that would be amazing yeah, that'd be interesting. I mean, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like, you know, it's using free fuel or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have the mode. You have to test it. You have to have test it. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll test it out now. The one thing uh, I will cool. say, though, is um, with the white noise machine and camp heater, like, for example, at my current base, I'm at the container for it, which has the eight beds built in, and it doesn't actually show up my command screen, so I can't install these mods in that, so... I will caution people, you know, if you are using the container for it, that is one extra reason not to use the container for it because you can't use these mods because you can't actually install it in your beds. So so that is a you know disadvantage to that. Yep, that's for sure. But um, our last category is either your shooting range or fighting gym mods. So there's four of these. 
and there's basically two each. You have the set of motorized targets, which gives you plus 50% action speed with power. The brass collector, which gives you plus 30% action speed. The all-in-one workout system, which gives you plus 5 max stamina and plus 5 max HP. And then your set of free weights, which gives you plus 10 max health. So, already the brass collector and the motorized targets, I mean, those have action speed, so just don't even worry about those. Basically, the only ones to even pay attention to here are the workout system and the free weights. Hmm. Which I think... Is that... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just... Um... You you will tell me later on. I, I'm suggesting to explore you. Uh, just a suggestion. I had two enclaves that boosted, I think, this uh, this this action speed, and then I had some extra action speed and extra. And I never paid attention, as 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 you just mentioned. Just forget about them. And at one point, I think I accumulated so much extra action speed that when I ran to the uh, and started searching uh, those um, containers in in some some scavenging basically with shift hold like like fast it was like insane it was like just in a second and without any floating outposts and at that point it got me thinking if and when you are scavenging and as we know now the floating outposts are out of the game uh, this action speed might be a bit more important than we currently paid attention to. Just no, that, that and, is and, something to think about for sure. Because I mean, if it does actually boost like your searching speed and stuff, which maybe it does, and we didn't realize that, then that would actually make it a little bit more useful. I would say it is, and uh, you need to pay attention. To it also, if you check your uh, staging area. It specifically requires uh, says that it increases speed, but in, in in brackets it says building speed. But this, which which is action speed, is all the actions you take in the in the base, um, which basic not in the base but in the game. And now I'm thinking it's it's only in the looting, and 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 it is and it is increasing. And I'm suggesting you to just play it out, find it out, test it out, uh, and getting. Um, I don't know, people with traits, uh, this this um, mod, and like like the maximum, and then go and try looting, and I think you will be quite amazed. Yeah, that is probably true, because I mean, the way they word things, like, it makes it sound like it's just, you know, facility action speed, so it, it could actually be global as well, because I know, like, when we were talking about morale earlier, the morale actually upgrades global action speed, so... I, if it is global action speed like that, then that's actually a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, need to check it out more. Now I'm interested as well. So yeah, please continue. <laughs> I was going to say, though, the all-in-one workout system, I, I do like that because anyone that's listened to my previous podcast know that I really love stamina. And even though it is only five, it gives you five max stamina, five max HP. Like, I just love having any extra stamina I can get because any extra stamina is just you know, that more of a advantage against the zombies because now I can, you know, run farther without having to worry about anything. I can fight longer. And even though it's only a little bit, all that little bit stacks up. So if you have a little bit there, if you have like, say, if you have the plumbing skill, that'll stack up. If you have something else, that'll stack up. So the more you just stack together, the better. And even though it's a little bit of 
a boost, I would rather have that little bit of boost. Yeah, I think we established that before the podcast. So <laughs> you're a big fan of stamina. I am, yes. I, yeah, I, I know it's important, but yeah, I, and I think we also agreed on the uh, point that shooting range in general and fighting gym, it's only if it's built in the base and you can't get rid of them, then yes, fine, I can have them. But otherwise, it's... I, it's just me probably but in, in in my videos when i went through all the facilities i was like seriously because as far as i remember gym specifically any any boost any bonus you can have it requires med and food so <laughs> those are the two crucial parts that you need in the right. uh, game to, to 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 live and then you need to spend them for just a minor boost like no it's it's a no-go for for sure, for, just for me. I mean, if it said, you know, spend some fuel, then I wouldn't mind getting rid of the fuel a little bit, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. No, I, I definitely agree with you. Like, um, in one of my previous podcasts, I talked a lot about the Abandoned Strip Mall, which does have a built-in Taekwondo gym. And in those situations where it's already built in, like you said, you know, I think this all-in-one workout system is great because it's already built in, so you can't do anything with it anyways, and you might as well just add this to your, you know, character's HP and stamina. But that's kind of the problem I have with these because the buff, I like the buff, but I don't like that it's in the fighting gym. So, like, say they took this buff of 5 stamina and 5 HP, and they put it in a facility I actually want to use. Like, say it was something you could use in your lounge, just for example, like, then I'd be like, oh, I can actually use that in my lounge that I'm already using. I'd be like, hmm, interesting. Or even say the still, like, because the still currently you can't actually use mods for. Say they put this as available in the still. That would be amazing. I'd be like, oh, I don't have any mods in my still right now. Let me just use this. So I wish it was something that I was actually using more because the fighting gym I don't use. So I like the buff. I just don't like that it's actually applied to the fighting gym. Okay. On that, I definitely agree. But... Um, the free weights too, kind of the same thing, you know, 10 max health, the, the buff is nice, just it's in the fighting gym again. So that's my problem with it. But uh, I mean, you'll see when I did my rankings, when I did my rankings, which we're going to get to in a second, I kind of rank things as if like, okay, just take the mod by itself. And if this mod was taken by itself, you know, out of context, you know, how is this map mod stack up? And I kind of tried to rank the mods by themselves, how they stack up in the game, because Basically, these two mods, like, they rank way low for me if, you know, you take into context that they have to be in the fighting gym. So it depends how you do your rankings. But if you take out of context that they have to be in the fighting gym, you just take the mod by itself as, you know, a standalone thing. That's kind of how I rank them. Okay, yeah. I think you already started quite quite well. You want to tell us your ranking? Lisa, yeah, I think. let's do it. And. I do want to make um, one change to my rankings, as I we kind of said earlier, because... Oh, no, 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 we can't do that. No, what's written, <laughs> it's there. Sorry. <laughs> sure, go ahead. What um, you will be changing? What I'm going to be doing is taking the minibar out, because the more we talked about it, the more I didn't like the minibar. So I did have the minibar in my top 15, but I don't want that in my top 15. So <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to replace the mini bar with um jug of pesticides. So that will be replaced by the jug of pesticide, basically. So that wasn't in my top 15, but now it will be. That's the one that gives you the plus 50% med yield. All right. Now we are getting really close to our 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> but all right. So that being said, um, number 15 in my rankings is the cast making kit, which goes in your infirmary. And I had a hard time with this one. Like, I, I like the effect of it. The effect is amazing. Just I don't like the fact that, like, if you upgrade your infirmary to level two, then the effect is kind of meaningless. But if it's at level one, this effect is amazing. And that's why I felt it deserved a spot in my top 15 still, because, like, the job that it does is amazing. But the fact that it's only useful at one level, that made me think, you know, well, I have to try and balance this. I think it's worth a spot on my list. But I think it has to be the very bottom of my list. So I don't know how you feel about the cast making kit being there, but <laughs> I, I'm thinking how, how we how we will do this. But uh, in my list, it's in number nine. Number nine. All right. Uh, yeah, but uh, I think we can go. We will go through your list because my approach is a bit different. Like I'm not looking. Um, I'm looking from uh, first time player or actually like second and third uh, time player coming in the game. And then if you have all the mods, what will be your first pick that you definitely can benefit the most? And then by the least and least and, and, and not particular in one uh, something or, 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 or the facility. So I have a bit different approach for the listing. So that's why your lists, I think, also not matching so well. But right. So, yeah, let's go through yours. Yeah, that makes sense, too, because it depends how you actually do it. I mean, the way I did my list, like I said, you know, before we started the rankings, I did it as if like, OK, this mob by itself, what mob by itself is going to help me the most long term in the game. So that's kind of how I tried to look at mine. But um, number 14 on my list is the soil treatment kit. This is the one that goes in the garden farm or hydroponics. And this is the one that gives you plus 10 uh, HP. And the problem I have with this one, like I said back in when we talked about it, is the fact that it actually goes in your garden or farm and it takes away a spot that you could use for like your compost bin or something. So that is the issue I have with it. But I, I like the effect of the 10 HP. So again, I was trying to balance that. I think it's good enough to stay on the list just because of the effect. But I don't like that I have to get rid of the... Um, compost bin or something else in order to have it there okay fair enough so number 13 we have the set of free weights which that gives you plus 10 hp as well and that's the fighting gym i mean i won't say much else about that because i've already covered you know right before we talked about this why so i don't like the fighting gym but i like the effect so i'll just keep moving <laughs> sure. uh, number 12 is the solar generator which goes in any facility and this one, I if you're an experienced player, this wouldn't even make my list. But because it's so useful to players that are newer at the game, I thought it deserved a spot in the list. Because if you're newer at the game and you don't have base Y power yet, then this is very useful to you. Because you can power any facility and it's not going to cost you any noise or any fuel or anything like that. So I think it was good enough to make the list. Just if you're an experienced player, then... I would definitely say take this one off the list and, you know, replace it with something else. Because if you're experienced at the game and you already have like the Builder Legacy Boon, then you don't even need this one. But if you're newer at the game, you don't have power yet, then I'd say this is definitely, you know, one of the top 15. Oh, yes, yes. I'm actually now a bit ashamed that I don't have this in the list because you yes, in the first playthroughs when you need electricity for facilities. And uh, yeah, I wanted to mention it's not it's not so easy to find, but... And I think you can craft it if you have all the skills. But I believe you yes. can craft it, yeah, but it isn't easy to find for sure. Yeah, yeah. So 
yeah, good, very good position. Thank you, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, number 11, I have the secure case. This is the one that gives you plus five ammo to your storage. And like I talked about back when we talked about the storage, I like having the extra ammo storage because ammo is very important in the game and it's hard to get. So I think this one is, you know, one of the better storage ones. So I would say this is the top storage option in my view for the most part. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Just tell me when I can start booing now. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> I already explained yeah, my approach for the storage, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> Go ahead with your list. <laughs> well like we said you know throughout the podcast i mean we we seem to have a little bit different approaches but <laughs> at the end of the day both of our approaches get us the you know end goal so <laughs> we are both alive in zombie apocalypse that's what matters right <laughs> exactly so you know we're, we're both sure. gaining materials and you know meds and everything and we're both just keeping our characters alive and you know we're, we're playing the game the way it's supposed to be played just in different styles so <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure sure but um number 10 is the one i switched out this is our jug of pesticide now which gives you the plus 50 percent uh meds boost this was the mini bar but as um i kind of said when we were talking about it back when we were talking about the lounge boost getting rid of the ethanol like the more i thought about it losing that ethanol just really kind of you know made me sick a little bit i'm like i don't want to lose that ethanol so <laughs> so, <laughs> so let me get it straight it's it's nice to have and boost and everything but then you just thought like what wait what it it takes away my stuff it takes my ethanol no that can happen right <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> so i'm like why, why do i want to use ethanol to boost my morale i, I want to use my ethanol to make some whiskey that i can sell like <laughs> yeah yeah so i understand it correctly good good <laughs> so yeah I, I definitely had to take that out of the list so jug of pesticide i think is a much better one to put there so jug of pesticide it is <laughs> yeah and ju just extra point to add here when we just acknowledge uh, that mini bar would take away ethanol, that take away whiskey, which takes away extra influence that you can get, like selling that off. Right. And now exchanging to uh, this this um, extra meds, what what we are getting is um, four point five meds to the hydroponics which two are taken away to the infirmary and 2.5 are stored every day without any extra bonus which then gives us nice nice ability to have this uh, bulk cure right definitely and i love the bulk obviously <laughs> which obviously then is sold for influence so we are exchanging lost influence to gaining even more influence am i right Agreed, and that's what I like. So I like getting some more influence, and I don't like losing stuff. So all aboard, we are all agreed in here on this one. Good one. Exactly. <laughs> but um, number nine was kind of the same sentiment as uh, some of the ones before. Number nine is my all-in-one workout system. So again, you know, I I love that it gives me the stamina I love, but I hate that it's in the fighting gym. So. I wish I could just take this effect and put it on something else. Like if I could take this effect and somehow put it in my still, like, you know, people are working out when they're making some whiskey. Hey. 
<laughs> got you there. Yeah. Totally understandable. <laughs> Which I hope that they actually allow that in the future. Like, you know, there's some facilities that don't allow mods. I hope like the still in the future is allowed to have mods and like I think there's some other ones that don't allow mods too. So I hope like all the facilities allow mods in the future. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of frustrating, and yeah, would love to see that. But um, going on to number eight, we have the food dehydrator, which goes in your kitchen, and we kind of talked about this one before, like that extra ten food boost, especially being in the kitchen, like it's a nice spot for it, I think, because I like having that extra food available, and like we talked about before, you can use this food to make ethanol, you know. And you can actually just use the ethanol to make whiskey. So basically, it breaks down. To, I want to make more whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and j- just the people don't get confused when when you when you are mentioning ten extra food. No one is giving you food. It gives you room for food. You get to Correct. get those food yes. anyway. So as I mentioned before, my <clears throat> problem with extra storage is yeah. But sure, sure, go ahead with your. Updated kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, and which with the whiskey, like we said, you know, you can sell that for influence. That's why I love it so much. So basically, the reason why I like the food dehydrator is just for mainly that purpose because it gives you the extra ten food storage, so you have ten more food that you can use to, you know, hopefully get some more whiskey to sell. Yeah, but let let me let me ask you a funny question. You see how that goes against like contradicts each other if you are making whiskey which means you have a still which means you are burning down food so actually you would i would find you running low on food which means there's no extra need for storage if you don't have a still then the food is accumulated and then i see how the storage would benefit so if you are going on a whiskey challenge let's call it <laughs> then <laughs> You see my question here, like... No, I do, which, like, my point with that is I'm not always needing to use the food to make whiskey because if I already found a bunch, which a lot of times I find a bunch in the world, I don't need to do that. So I can, you know, build up a bunch of storage, and then when I run out, that's when I use it. So is when I run out. Ah, that storage that you can use your cars for. Okay, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm missing all good... (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> point seven, right? Number seven is the pill press, which is in your infirmary. And this is when I made my list. Um, I didn't realize that the strong painkillers actually did cost four beforehand. So I actually, you know, value this one even more so now. But this is the one that um, brings your painkiller cost down to one. So you basically pay one med and you can make, you know, either strong painkillers, weak painkillers or whatever kind of painkillers you want. So I would honestly consider bumping this up a little bit, but I just wouldn't really know what I want to move down because I like the ones above it a lot too. So basically one through seven are like my top seven for sure that like these are the seven that I really love using. So these are the, like the seven that are hard for me to interchange and it would be hard for me to move this up and put something else down because I love these top seven a lot, but you know, pill press is my number seven. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely go along with this because I think the top is really similar. I I have a different order and something that's something, but the rest of the list is I'm pretty fine with this, and I see how this 
pill price would potentially go up but hardly yeah because everything else is also good <laughs> right yes it's kind of hard for me it's like well what do i move down though because i mean you know you could see which ones are above my list right now so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true, true. But number six, I have the game console, which goes in your lounge. And the reason why I love the game console so much is because it gives you the morale boost for so long. Like a lot of these things that give you a morale boost, it's like, oh, here's a morale boost for 10 minutes or 15 minutes. The game console gives you 15 morale for an hour. And I just love that because that's a huge amount of morale to give you for a whole hour. So if your community is really struggling with morale, you can, you know, play some video games and then you get 15 morale for a whole hour and that actually gives you enough time to you know get things set up in your base and you know correct things in your community <clears throat> just, just one thing i wanted to add um that was really really good suggestion not only in the video game for mor morale it's really good to just go and play video games in general <laughs> it is i mean it's, it's almost like we you know did a, this before the podcast <laughs> <laughs> am i right yeah so yeah and and thank you for for bringing this game console i remember i have it one in one playthrough but uh, now i insert it in my list as well so yeah that's yeah i think it's happen. definitely handy so i mean and for me i always use a lounge because i love having the lounge for extra morale so if i'm already using the lounge anyways like the games console is the way to go in the round in the lounge yeah lounge is way to go Definitely. But number five, also a morale boost, is the white noise machine, which we talked about how good this is. And basically, it's like 10 free morale that you don't even have to, you know, do anything to get. Because like we talked about the beds, you only have two choices for the beds. One of them gives you three and one of them gives you 10 morale. So obviously, you're going to pick the 10 if you have the choice. So there's really no choice involved here. You just, you know, get 10 free morale. So who doesn't want 10 free morale? And point you mentioned here is... That's why our list also is a bit different, is if you have beds, then this mod is really valuable. But in most cases, I've found I'm building base with beds and outposts and the same container for uh, fort you are having. Like, yeah, problematic right, exactly. to install this. <laughs> yes, because like the con container fort, you can't do it. And if all your beds are in outposts, like you just mentioned, then you can't install this because you don't have any beds that actually at your base. So... It just really depends on what kind of base you have. Yep. But number four, I have the rifle ammo press, which goes in your workshop. And this is kind of more of a personal one. I mean, I definitely understand, you know, some people probably wouldn't have this this high. But for me personally, I have it this high because I go through a ton of 5.56 and 7.62 uh, ammo. And for me, I like to use a lot of rifles. So for me personally, I just like, you know, having that available to always make more ammo because... You know, this game, you're always going to need more ammo to, you know, just kill some more zombies. And that's what the game's about is killing zombies. So, like, for me, this is a great thing for long term because long term, there's so many great guns in the game that are rifles that you want to make more ammo for those. So, for my personal taste, I like making more rifle ammo. Okay, cool, cool. Tell me when I can jump in and turn everything around here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we just a little bit discussed also before and then... Um, if any of you already seen my videos or my approach or playthrough, um, I have similar thing with parts and ethanol as, as, as you do. Like, I like to have it a lot. And the same for me goes for bullets. And, and I found it insane how, how cost, cost inefficient is uh, those uh, 
especially the um, 7.62 uh, bullets to produce that there's a there's a video of me that, that had some attention also on youtube that when i came up with the idea that best gun in the game it's actually like um, it's using nine millimeter handgun ammo but it's a submachine gun something and the reason for that was that you can actually produce uh, more ammo with less uh, ammo supply spent and the end result is if you are killing zombies in the head it's the same amount it's the same one bullet per head and and that's that's what it takes so that's why i'm just jumping in here that's already like how this rifle ammo press can be that high in the list <laughs> <laughs> because yeah in my list i have two of them i have two uh it's 14 and 15 basically the last last positions uh, i have for um ammo presses and still i have hand handgun ammo over the rifle ammo because that is way more efficient to craft ammos J for me for me Whew, i have right. to jump in sorry <laughs> and i definitely understand that i mean like i said it's just more of a personal thing for me with that because i don't like to use the handguns that often so for me like probably doesn't technically count as a handgun but probably my favorite you know that's close enough to a handgun is the uh, 45 cal rtx piranha which i don't think really technically counts as a handgun but that's probably my closest thing to a handgun that i like so and and i think that that's the one i'm referring to those trust me i'm, I'm handguns i only like those where you have 20 bullets in him which which is sometimes more than some other um, rifles actually but i'm referring to the exact same um, submachine guns you're mentioning where's a 30 bullets and let me ask you just one question um, if you're use, using rifles are you using full auto or single shot uh usually single shots so it's like popping right yeah so there's no actual difference between having rifle because then you can switch the on and off or pistol or actually any kind of firearm that you have to pop every shot, right? Right. It, it's just more of a personal, you know, look of it. I, I like, you know, using the rifle more. Ah, so. now, now we are getting to the bottom of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, trust me. Running around in the base where, the, where this this weapon is hanging besides your, your uh, backpack, it's it's quite amazing if you have some cool uh, silencer or something. It, yeah, it's, exactly. It's red or something. <laughs> okay. Got your point fully defended. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you see it now, at least. So <laughs> it's it's more the aesthetic appeal to me. So I, I just like the aesthetics of it. But <laughs> yeah, and the cost is you have to have rifle ammo press, obviously. <laughs> exactly, which is why it's number four for me. So <laughs> all good, all good. Let's continue with the list. But number three for me, I mentioned how I like to hoard parts a lot, and what better way to hoard parts than to use a CNC mill? So. CNC mill is my number three, which is in your workshop. And like we already discussed earlier, you, know, you use three materials and make 90 parts for that. So it's a great way to get rid of extra materials you have. And I'm sure you agree in this game, you know, you find a lot of materials in the world and this is a great way to use them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the best way how to uh, get uh, parts. And I definitely have this same mod a little bit less, but that's another reason why I have it 
in a worst place but yes it's really high highly uh, suggested mod definitely and moving on to number two i mean i think this one would be high on anyone's list pretty much it's the network signal booster which is in your command center i mean i think you pretty much have to have this one five because having two extra outposts like that's huge and that really changes the game for you so i think this one has to be high on pretty much any list so for me it's number two yep Agreed. And then last but not least, my number one, I'm sure the listeners can probably tell what it is based on, you know, the podcast so far. But for me, it's got to be the compost bin, which is, you know, in your garden, farm or hydroponics. And we already discussed in length, you know, how our uh, styles different a little bit. And for my style, I mean, I always, you know, remember to hit the button because for me, I always have like other things I'm doing as well. You know, I'm using my still to make whiskey. I'm using like my game console in my lounge. So if I'm already doing all those things anyways, I always remember to use my compost bin. So for me, it's not really a second thought to actually use it. I just automatically go, okay, now I got to use my compost bin. I got to use my game console. I just do it all in one step. And for me, the compost bin is amazing because it gives you 100% extra yield and it just doubles your production. So it's really nice in that way. Yep. Agreed on that one. That's... The first spot is the same as in my list. All right. So I think we agreed on, you know, most things. I think we have a little bit different style in some situations, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think I can, if, if, if I may, uh, I'll run way faster because most of the things will be uh, repeating. But um, yeah, definitely um, go for it. And the reason is, is, is simple. Uh, my approach was different. It's, it's like when you first time start a game or something, uh, or second playthrough or third, uh, there's a, yeah, as I explained, if you have all the mods in front of you, like trader is trading, you need to understand which to buy instead of which. Like that was my approach. Like in total, in, in despite everything, that's that's mostly used, mostly needed and everything. So without any any delay uh it's it's quite simple my first three points are going to uh compost bin uh, fertilizer and pesticide and the reason is simple the compost uh, this this compost bin is giving the most food and food is really really crucial from the beginning of the game Agreed. if you don't have that you just buy a fertilizer instead that's 0.5 difference in in total outcome and med is number two, which is basically two crucial <laughs> supplies that you definitely need. And if you don't have them, people will lose morale, right? Right. And your meds are really important. I mean, that's probably the best way to get meds unless you're using like someone with like technology, because that's the only other way to get meds like, you know, super efficiently. Yeah. And, and uh, this like analogy book costs quite a lot. So it instead does. just getting this stuff and that's that's how to go and yeah uh next next i have um, this network signal booster why it's not so much in the top because actually you need to fill out four slots if you have upgraded command center so it's not something you are looking for at the beginning so there's no point of having those extra right it's more hanging there right it's it's yeah. after some while and then I have a white noise generator and game console. And reason why it's so high, it's quite simple. As I explained, it doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost any food, any fuel, any... Well, it needs electricity, right? But um, but it's still, it's it's the uh, 
passive boost that you get, you install and you forget about it and you benefit from the beginning once you install until the end of the game. That's right. why my approach was like, if you see that, you know that's very valuable. And, and it's then, also not making noise too, which definitely helps out for you know having zombies attack you. Yep, and, and with both of those, you have 25 morale, which is quite high actually, if you manage to have it close to the beginning. Uh, so yeah, uh, then next two points I have CNC mill and uh, this salvage furnace, which obviously you need to switch in between because at the beginning when you building up the base you need materials you so you will not be uh, making parts from them so that's where you need to dismantle those weapon parts find those things uh, when scavenging and that's where you get parts and at the beginning when you need to craft uh, silencers and and repair weapons trust me I find myself kind kind of understanding how parts are important so that's why those two are in the eight and nine, no, seven and eight list. And then the next two parts I have this uh, casting making kit and sanitizing machine, which both of them I find quite valuable as one without any infirmary update is removing injuries at the beginning. And also sanitizing when you have small community, uh, you take two community members out, you come back, both of them are hit uh, health goes back from the infirmary, but you need how to say the cycle um, in your community, and often you find that the health is back, but the the, the infection infection is still there. So this is kind of cool to to get rid of that. Uh, yeah, that's why it's quite in my list. Right. Yeah, I mean for me, like we talked about a little bit earlier, the sanitizing machine. I wouldn't have in there personally just because for me, like I don't need the sanitizing machine because I don't really, you know, have to worry about infection. But like you said, your list is more for like, you know, the newer player or the player that is just jumping in more. So I would agree that the sanitizing machine is more important, you know, early on. But I think, you know, later in your playthroughs, it's not as important because your community is already established and they're already better equipped to handle things. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. That's for sure. And um, next two things, I, uh, I'm just thinking I could combine all the infirmary stuff. I have actually three point three meds and uh, uh, three mods uh, from infirmary. And I have 11th position slow cooker. And I explained the reason is you don't need cooking skill for this to, to have extra 10 morale boost, which is quite high at the beginning, which right. might break to the next... Um, bonus um, points not points but how to call them boost uh, right the, definitely the experience and everything and everything it's, it's quite cool and then i have this pill press and why pill press is so low actually is quite simple if you somehow manage to not use your um, painkillers and bandages and everything uh, just that was one of my tips and tricks that I suggested. If you have community members like around six, you can take two out. Then whenever they are, let's call them damaged, just place back in the house, in the base, and take next two ones and just rotate around. And once once you come back, they are fully healed. So basically you, don't, you, you have uh, spent none of the 
uh, supplies from your locker. So that's the reason. I, for me personally, uh, this uh, pill press only uh, helped out to max um, chemist skill and medical skill. That's the only reason, and that's why I actually installed it and used it quite late in the game, I'd say. Uh, but yeah, um, and last three points are kind of useless. Just saying, sorry, sorry, but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I have uh, ammo press handgun. As I explained, I'm a big fan of small caliber weapons because it's cheaper to produce, so you can make right. more out of Which it. Which makes sense. And this next one would be rifle. Those are actually two ammo types I'm using because shotgun is loud. Uh, revolvers can't install suppressors, I think, right? Yes. Yeah, I believe and, they can, anyways. Yeah, and obviously the grenade, grenade, grenade launcher is also loud. And yeah, the the, the last this this uh, sniper rifle really powerful, but really really not um, supply efficient. So yeah, for me it's it's only handgun and rifle. Uh, ammo presses that you need to look after uh, to, to have them but if you don't have them you can play I believe all the game through because I can you can check my videos how you can deal with okay ferals are a bit problem but juggernauts are easy the play cards are easy you can basically get through the game without any particular need for ammo in my in my opinion it's, I know that you have <laughs> in fourth position rifle ammo press. And yeah, last but not least, and actually this list is the least favorite, but I'm installing it whenever I have open spot. And that's a shelving that gives you two extra um, supply slots for um, for every supply you have. And the reason is quite simple. It's, it's basic math that if you have a freezer or ammo or something or something, it gives you five, basically five bonus spots, and here you have two, but you have to uh, multiply it by five different supplies, which is way two more, uh, let's say, twice as valuable as, as any particular specific uh, supply storage room, in my opinion. No, I definitely agree with a lot of your points. I mean, I think the biggest one that I don't like as much as when I spoke up on is the uh, sanitizing machine but I, I think the <laughs> yeah. rest of them you know I, I definitely understand where you're going with your list and I think it's just you know a little bit of difference of play style for the most part because no uh, l let me correct myself here <laughs> uh, this sanitizing machine I would suggest to get because no one likes to get uh, to see their people uh, bitten and then dying and I, I, I think it's it's kind of game-changing when, when your community is uh, infected and it's all bad and some players might and myself I would feel bad for that but I'm as a kind of advanced gamer uh, experienced my suggestion and that's one of my suggestions when we when there was discussion about what to change in the game I asked to be it more difficult because this uh, this, this infection actually feel play Kind of, uh, if, if you manage the game, you don't get infected too much. That this infection right. doesn't doesn't actually come up as a problem. And and only in, uh, a week ago, as I mentioned, this, when this patch came out, I used two cures for for curing my community members, and it was only 
only time when I used it last 200 hours playthrough. It's 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 easy to manage without any disinfection at all. So I would suggest them to get I don't know more aggressive when you I don't know. The, 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 yeah, which no, I can you, see. You I mean, like if they do up the difficulty, then it will have a lot more use because right now the difficulty isn't you know high enough where you're going to have to get infected too much if you are experienced at the game. But I would definitely see the sanitized machine as you know being very useful if the difficulty does increase. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's end of my list. That's basically similar as yours, just different approach. And that's yeah, it. I think that's you know we have two really good lists. I think. I mean, we just had a couple of you know minor differences. For the most part, we we agreed on most of the best mods. I mean, we just had a couple of um different points of contention, but uh, I think we had explained you know why we had those. So. Yeah, yeah, I think we covered it quite well. So hopefully everyone liked this podcast on facility mods. I think we, you know, went through them in detail like we both usually do. And I think, you know, you won't really have many questions about facility mods after this. But if you actually did have questions after this, then you can, you know, definitely feel free to contact either one of us. If people want to contact you, how can they do so, Maris? Definitely can find basically in any videos. and comments comment in section and i think it should be available also through the email if you find the channel and then read about there should be option to see my email but i would not suggest go there just use comment section because i'm checking and reading and not only me but also there's a quite bunch of uh, people that following me and and they have quite good experience as well and if i'm not fast enough <laughs> someone else might might already answer the question and give you head heads up and then give you all the information it's it's amazing how yes it's great community <laughs> definitely i mean i might even comment in there myself because i've commented on your youtube videos before as well so <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's for sure and yeah i have now really huge um urge to, to make another video for a complete list of mods because of thanks to this uh, podcast that actually brought all the attention to the mods I, I missed so far so yeah well, i'm glad i could do that for you i mean i think it was a great discussion and uh, you know i definitely appreciate you coming on i mean i think it's um definitely going to help a lot of people out thanks for having having me so whenever i can be in a help <laughs> i'm there <laughs> I appreciate that. But if people want to get in contact with me, then if you don't know how to do so by now, you can contact me on Twitter at Blaze Experience, which is capital B-L-A-I-S-E, capital X-P-E-R-I-E-N-C. And my gamer tag is the same exact thing, Blaze Experience. If you want to contact me via email, you can do so, theblazeexperience at gmail.com. And I will have our Discord link in the show notes. So if you want to contact me on Discord and jump in and chat with me there we have a growing community there so you can definitely chat come and chat with all of us and if you want to find the podcasts and you don't know how to do so yet we are on apple Podcasts, google play acast blueberry podbean radio public and many more directories so just check one of those directories and you know definitely leave us a review on apple podcasts if you haven't already done so because those reviews help us grow and help more people find the podcast and I will mention quickly again, like I mentioned at the top of the episode, um, Tuesday and Friday, after you're hearing this, I will be back to my regular schedule for streaming. So you can be sure to see me streaming 
8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time, um, the week after you're hearing this. And my mixer is mixer.com slash blaze experience. So, you know, pretty easy. Kind of keeping with the theme there. But I will also put in the show notes um, a link to Morris's YouTube. So you can definitely check out his YouTube. And I would definitely suggest you do too, because he has some great videos and, you know, he's going to have more coming up. So definitely, you know, support him and go subscribe to him as well. Oh, such a nice note to end <laughs> this podcast here. <laughs> yeah, and definitely I will. I will brought over the the community from uh, YouTube to, to your podcast because I see you're going even deeper and getting everything done perfectly. So I see how this all goes together very well. Nicely done. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, you can even see my outline. You know, my outline is pretty detailed too. So <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But thank you again for coming on, Morris. I really appreciate it. And yeah, you know, I definitely hope we can do it again sometime. Yeah, sure. Thanks for having and yeah, looking forward to, to do it more. <laughs> and I'll definitely look out for your videos and I'll definitely look for the uh, facility mods one in particular. <laughs> okay, cool. But thank you also to the listeners for listening. I really appreciate you guys listening. It means a lot to me that you come back and listen to every podcast. So I definitely appreciate you listening. So Thank you once again for visiting the Blaze Experience.